It's something. Yeah. And we are live. So here I am wishing my bronchitis could return so I wouldn't have to speak about this fucking movie. Uh, welcome to episode 208 of An American Werewolf in New Jersey. I am the American Werewolf. Uh, in the house tonight, we've got John K. Alvarez. He led the invasion of New Jersey and uh, is living to tell the tale uh, almost 40 years later. So uh, that's saying something. And we've got Eric from Hey Internet Eric here. Uh, who always uh, stops to hang out and uh, shoot the shit. Uh, Pleasure. Comes to some films. Oh, and shooting the shit is perfect for this. Well, now hold on a second. Hold on, hold okay. on, because there is a, there is a little yeah. bit of redemption in here. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Um, the holiday season is in full swing. I mean, we are uh, less than three weeks away from Christmas, mm -hmm. and so uh, I thought that we would have a uh, theme, because Eric uh, started this conversation, I'm not going to do anything for Christmas. He just texted mm -hmm. me about the show, and I'm like, no, I hadn't really planned on it. So I was like, yeah, all right, we could do something. Uh, and so I came up with this theme, I'm having a rough Christmas, uh, which is basically just about people that are not having a good you know, Christmas. The holidays mm -hmm. are rough. But I thought we'd sort of take it in a funny kind of stride way. Mm -hmm. And so I started looking for films that are uh, that take place on Christmas because I don't want to do Die Hard. There's nothing new to talk about Die Hard. Mm -hmm. um, so the main film that we're going to be focusing on uh, for Christmas will be Richard Donner's uh, Lethal Weapon. That'll be the first movie. Uh, we're also going to be working on uh, an, an Arnold classic that I love. I, mean, I think one day I watched this three times in one day, actually. Uh, Jingle All the Way, uh, which is actually, I think, a very funny movie uh, with Phil Hartman. Uh, and Sinbad, because Phil Hartman is just such a douchebag in that movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. Sinbad's uh, great, great in it. The, yeah, the late great Phil Hartman. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, we we miss him. Uh, I wish absolutely. he was still around. Not to speak yell the dead, but he was a douchebag in this movie. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> he did his uh, job. And we've absolutely. also got uh, Tim Burton's Batman Returns. Yeah. Uh, which I think Julia was very up for, and will be joining us uh, to discuss that one. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't discussed any bat. We did the Dark Knight. We did the Dark mm -hmm. Knight, uh, but past that, I don't think we've done too much Batman. Mm -hmm. And then I said, "Well, I need a fourth movie." <laughs> and so I started googling Christmas movies. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And somehow, Invasion USA popped up as a Christmas movie. Had you like, seen had you seen this movie before you made the decision? I saw it in 1986. Okay, so that means no. No. Okay. So I was just I sort of remembered <laughs> that there was a mall scene mm -hmm. and it was Chuck Norris. And I'm like, well, this ought to be fun. It's Chuck Norris. Mm -hmm. It's it's you know, it's this, that, and the other. And mm -hmm. so I hadn't watched Invasion USA since 1986, um, with the exception of tonight, which I watched it and finished it up about an hour before we went on. And this might be the worst movie I personally have suggested. <laughs> it, it might be the per for worst movie we've ever reviewed on the channel. Uh, this might actually rival Children of the Corn. Um, uh, I think it's a little better than that. I think it's a little yeah, better than yeah. that because we do have Chuck Norris. Well, 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 we also got the vampire in Brooklyn. I think they could go. Well, that was only a suggestion. Yeah, that was only yeah, a suggestion. Yeah, but the suggestion enough puts it on a ranking. Pace. Mike is not that desperate enough for content yeah. to have vampire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that. I knew I to know. shut that down right away. I knew to shut that down right yeah. away. Um, but this was all right. Well, let's. Hi, Rod. Sh sh shall we get it going? Let's get it going. Let's do it. Ho ho ho. Watching this, and it's available now on Tubi and I think Pluto TV. So if you want to watch mm -hmm. it, you can. And this goes back to the old days of Canon Films in the 80s, mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, where they were making these really low budget um, action mm-hmm. films with ridiculous plots and ridiculous action mm-hmm. and explosions. And they were extremely popular. These movies were extremely mm-hmm. popular back in the day. Uh, there were lots of people who were trying to grab that Arnold Schwarzenegger brass ring. Uh, and Chuck Norris was certainly right up there uh, with the best of them. Uh, churning out these movies, you know, one after the other after the other, and some were better than others. And mm-hmm. this actually inspired me to think I could do like a spring of martial arts films. Uh, right. Because there, there yeah. are actually some really good Chuck Norris movies out there. And there's mm-hmm. one on there that I saw when they rolled the credits called Code of Silence. Which yeah, is I have that a one. Re- that that's a cool. really, really, really good cop movie yeah, uh, yeah. with Henry Silva, and it's about mm-hmm. police corruption. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not a ridiculous over the top. I think I think there's a couple no, of fights not. in it. Um, so maybe in the spring after we do cold and scary, we'll start to look at mm-hmm. this spring of martial arts and we'll That'd get back fun. to Chuck Norris. You mean yeah, that, that would be a good time? You mean the march of martial arts in March? Perhaps towards the end of March, <laughs> as it starts to warm up. But martial it, arts, yeah, yeah, mar- yeah, martial arts, uh, but. It occurred to me that this could be a movie that you could remake today. Like mm-hmm. you yeah. could do. I thought of that. What I was watching on the TV—I swear to God, this is true. What I was watching on the TV screen, I was like, "This could be the two o'clock news." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This like forty years into the future, we're actually yeah. living some of this, you know, whack, weird, mm-hmm. evil shit. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, we just had a, a mass shooting today, UNLV. Right. You know, four people killed. And, of course, the gunman gets killed. He's never going to, you know, nothing's ever going to, yeah. you, know, you know, he's already being stabbed with pitchforks, you know, down in hell. So, you know, he's right. just, you know, he escapes mm-hmm. any sort of earthly, um, you know, justice. comeuppance. Yeah, justice. Um, but you could do something like a big patriotic uh, movie mm-hmm. with like a Chris Hemsworth. You know, that would be like the equivalent today of these people illegally coming across the border. Gee, where have we heard that before? Uh, launching civilian attacks. Gee, where are we watching this on the news right now? And, you know, there's just, you know, one man, you know, like a reacher, you know, kind of guy, you know, out there just, you know, punching his way uh, into justice. But something a little more than some Uzis. Don't misunderstand me. But you can... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was I was yeah. jumping on with your your agreement saying because the way they were acting and the government didn't know what to do and they were clueless yeah. and the suits were clue and it was one man, <laughs> one man who could step in. Yeah, I mean, and, just and, you know, like you know, they made red on. Uh, they made yeah. a couple, but you could remake something like this invasion USA, and it would probably make a billion dollars if and you that did one it. man is Mark Wahlberg. And yeah, yeah, don't Wahlberg. give any ideas. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, I'd rather have know, Donnie. Yeah, I'd rather have uh, I'd rather have Hemsworth or yeah. as long as it's not Pedro Pascal or something like that or you know, mm-hmm. uh, but you know wh- whoever, not Jason Statham. Um, but yeah, you you could remake mm-hmm. this today and like people would totally relate to it. The, okay. the problem with this movie is that just the story is t- it's got a halfway mm-hmm. decent premise, mm-hmm. but the script was written by Chuck was co-written by Chuck Norris. Mm-hmm. I saw that in the credits, and it's just the story is just it's just badly fucking done. It's awful. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why Chuck is a martial artist and not a writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can I can understand that. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, go ahead. I, I was I was trying to think of, of of a term that could come up with the considered the 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 depth of plot in this movie. And I could not come up with anything that was could not be said on this show because it's kind of children may be watching it and you'll be bleeping me out if you have if you have a buzzer because I was thinking no 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 go go no we said worse yeah 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 no no the depth the one I came up with is that the depth of plot in this movie was lower than a a salamander's dick I mean (laughs) um I mean it's it's that it it had almost every cliche in a bad way. Oh yeah, yeah. And and Mike, do you remember when you were talking about? I was on the show when you were talking about uh, Indiana Jones and the oh the Dial, Dial of Destiny. Destiny. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had mentioned that they took the Indiana Jones out of an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, 
I'm a Chuck Norris fan. There's, I mean, you you mentioned Code of Silence, uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid. Sure. McQuaid is, is missing you know, missing in action. Yeah, mission, uh, the mission, uh, all three of them. I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this movie, I'm like, they took the Chuck Norris out of Chuck Norris. In it. Yeah. He only did he maybe does. one roundhouse, but he's jumping on tables and kicking people. And he, the mullet, I couldn't get over. And and. Canon well, film. Let's, let's, not be too, let's not be too judgmental. Leave the mullet alone. Well, yeah, it was 85. It, it was it, it's 1985 and it's Chuck Norris, so I can't really? judge that. In 1986, Lethal Weapon came out. Oh, yeah. Well. And Canon Films produced it. And I'm going, I'm looking at Chuck Norris and this and going, he's the pre-type, the rigs in that, in that movie. Off on his own, drinking a beer, you know. You know more guns and and but and and the mullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, they took the Chuck Norris out of it, like they were trying to make him something else. And I figured that was the worst mistake that they did. Because well, I truly I, believe they put the Chuck Norris we all know and make jokes with. You know, I, I, I think, like I said, you know, this movie could have been a lot better with a better screenwriter. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, this could have been a lot better with a like, like there, there's no, you have no idea who this guy is. He's almost like the man with no name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, except you're almost not interested. Right. Um, you know, he's this guy, you know, I guess he's in the C- he used to be in the CIA. And now for some mm-hmm. reason, he lives in the Florida Everglades, wrestling mm-hmm. gators in isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, and this team of mercenaries just mm-hmm. sort of comes ashore in the United States and just starts launching civilian attacks all mm-hmm. over the place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the leader of them is uh, played by Richard Jekyll, um, mm-hmm. who, always, who always sort of made me cringe back then. And, you know, he, he wasn't doing much to help me today. And apparently his worst nightmare, uh, this re- he has this recurring nightmare of being kicked in the face by Chuck Norris, which I actually <laughs> thought was kind of funny. Because, yeah. like, you know, that, that would be a horrible nightmare to just keep having. Yeah. Chuck Norris keeps kicking your ass. Mm-hmm. Um Especially what came out of his beard. Yeah, exactly. I, I was I was reminded of Napoleon Dynamite with like Rex Kwan yeah. or so you want to get kicked yeah. in the face with somebody wearing a pair of these, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um oh you've God. got even Billy Drago is in this for like five minutes. If yeah. um, and I like Billy Drago. Like, Me too. I, I think yeah. he would I think he would have been a much better villain than <laughs> Billy Drago you see Billy Drago has charisma. Right. That's why he should have been the villain. Whoever this villain, the, I don't know the actor's name, but we've, I, me and Mike mm-hmm. have seen him before. He's in uh, Rob mm-hmm. Zombie's Halloween. He's the mm-hmm. principal. Richard Jekyll. Richard yeah. Jekyll. Who mm-hmm. and he's rough to look at. Like you know, he looks yeah. uh, he looks really really rough. He I think they honestly just hired him because of his look because he mm-hmm. looks evil. Mm-hmm. And like he, he, if you switched him for Billy Drago, this would have been mm-hmm. a much using this term loosely better film mm-hmm. you know what i mean because like i said billy drago yeah. at least has the charisma needed you know what i mean oh, i mean yeah. there's not much to this yeah. character he's a russian who wants to blow up right. you know florida yeah but 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 what's that guy's name again mike which one the villain uh richard jekyll I saw a thing where somebody turned around and said, Richard Jekyll reminds me of a discount store version of Rucker Hauer. And I went, yeah, you know what? I would rather like, have Rucker like a- Hauer in that movie. Oh, he, well, yeah. He, I mean, then you would, yeah. We'd be he's talking Rucker about Hauer in the 80s in his heyday would have been great. Oh, in, yeah, uh, but you're talking, you know, I mean, Richard Jekyll's like a, like a, like a D-level Rucker Hauer. Yeah, but, and, and that's, that's why he's in a canon film. Movie. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, Rucker Hauer is making the Hitcher. Yeah, uh, you know, Rucker Hauer is doing yeah. Lady Hawk. Rucker Hauer is doing mm-hmm. Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not. You What's know, the movie he did with Stallone in the early Night Hawks. Oh, him. Night 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 Hawks. Yeah, you know, Billy D. Yeah, yeah. Billy D. Williams in that movie, that, and that's yeah, what that's I'm, a great I'm movie. watching this guy. I'm like, you need the Rucker Hauer. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, Rucker Hauer yeah. makes everything cooler automatically by twenty yeah. percent. Eric, uh, in his. Uh, Follow through of the Patrick Lussier uh, Dracula trilogy uh, mm-hmm. finds at the end 
that Dracula in the third movie is played by Rucker Howard. And yeah. just to see him in those 15 minutes, you're like, fuck, this is awesome. Yeah, he was great. He, that's the thing. Like <laughs> Billy Drago, and you know, it's to a lesser extent, Rutger Howard, he's just got a presence about him, man. He, oh, yeah. he can just stand there and not say a fucking word. And he's still... <laughs> If you ever a saw movie the like, a movie like this, you know, it's 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 a grindhouse movie. Yeah. It's like it's like a trauma film. So you know what you're getting. Rudger Hauer in Hobo with a Shotgun. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know if it's a movie for you, Mike specifically, but he is phenomenal in this in that, that type of work. movie. You know what I mean? He's that I, fucking good. And I'll give you and I'll give you that, Eric, about the the trauma film uh, concept of that mm -hmm. movie. But he makes it not a trauma film, right? I don't mind watching trauma films. Some of them are good. Some of them will go, oh, geez, okay. Yeah. But you know, it's it's like mm -hmm. when, when he did it, I'm like, all right, this is a step up to like, boy, this is a good low budget independent film that works. Yeah. So I was. I, I love seeing Rucker. I couldn't believe it when mm -hmm. I saw him in uh, Batman Begins. Oh yeah. He's the uh, he's he's the CEO. He's a jerk. Yeah. Oh, Did yeah. you get the memo? Oh, yeah. You know, he's yeah. just such an asshole. You know, he's just, he's only exactly. got a couple of lines in it, but you're like, yeah. fuck, it's Rucker Howard, man. man. I saw I saw him in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yep. He was sure, the head he vampire. Right? vampire yeah. in it, and he actually gave it credibility. Yeah. I mean, everybody yeah. else was playing it for the joke and everything else, but he was playing it for... He knew what he was in. He knew what That's he was thing. in. He was actually okay. He was maybe the only okay thing about uh, the Salem's Lot remake. He played mm -hmm. Barlow. Yeah. That's it, right. It, and it was closer to what the novel had in mind for mm -hmm. Marla, who is much more of a Count Dracula than a Nosferatu, you know, what Tom Hooper mm -hmm. yeah. did. Um, but yeah, he was actually pretty good. And to see him yeah. go, like uh, when James Cromwell is the priest, Father mm -hmm. Callahan, you know, and he just disarms um, yeah. uh, Father Callahan, James Cromwell. Uh, yeah, I mean, anything with Rucker Howard. But yeah, unfortunately, we don't have we Rucker Howard to save yeah. us here. <laughs> We have fucking Richard Jekyll, uh, who kills uh, Billy Drago within the first five Jesus. minutes of the movie. Now, now here, here's the thing. I saw this movie once. You know, I, I do own it on Blu-ray. It was a blind buy, so give me some slack. I've never seen it before. And uh, I, I remembered nothing from it the first time I watched it. I might have been drunk, you know, a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Let's watch some fucking Chuck Norris. So I'm watching it here, and I'm like, okay, I know what I'm getting into because it's a canon film. All right, mm -hmm. and it's a Chuck Norris canvas. You have to like set the bar mm -hmm. lower than normal. You, you know what I mean? You have to do that with certain movies. But when, <laughs> when discount Rudger Hauer walks in and he the one chick is she's snorting the coke and he slams her head mm -hmm. down and then he shoots Billy Drago in the dick and mm -hmm. throws her out the window. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, this might not be a good movie, but I might have a little bit of fun. And then yeah. it's just kind. Of, it's like that 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 balloon deflates yeah. right away. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like how do they know? How, how do they know where Chuck Norris is hiding in the Everglades? Right, right. Like, how, how do they know just to show mm -hmm. up to his house in the middle of fucking nowhere, mm -hmm. in the yeah. middle of the Florida swamps? They know exactly where to go. Well, he, he kept tabs on him. You know, you kick him in the yeah. face, you know, he won't forget or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, they've got some sort of symbiotic relationship from these nightmares or something. <laughs> yeah. in yes. the face, you know. Um, hey. John, you look like you want to, yeah. No, it was, there, there was some. He's like, no, I don't. What the hell was the deal with the pet aardvark? Or armadillo, I mean. That's called padding, John. And I, I know, but I'm watching yeah, it. Are those in Texas or something? You don't have armadillos in a swamp? Yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking, I mean, if Chuck jumped out the window when they blow up the house <laughs> with the armadillo in his arms, I'd be like, all right, he's saving his dog. I, I, yeah. I'll go with that. Right. He blows up the house and then goes back in, turns off the lamp because <laughs> the lamp was still on. Even though well, you don't it was want the to afternoon, catch fire. Yeah, you don't want to waste, uh, waste fire. oil. <laughs> it's like you don't want to waste oil. What the yeah, hell? Yeah. Waste not, want not, John. Yeah. Yeah. You read your Ben Franklin. Going, exactly. What? I, I love when the guy the, and the other CIA guy shows yeah. up, rows out into the middle of the yeah. swamp on a rowboat. Horribly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could barely. He looked like he was going to have a heart attack yeah. getting there. Mm -hmm. and he showed, but I did like that one scene where Chuck jumps out of nowhere. I'm not interested. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, he just, you know. I, but, you know, uh, but that's Chuck being Chuck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's yeah. moments when, you know, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. And we didn't, get enough, we didn't get enough of that. Yeah. yeah. That was the problem. Like I said, you know, there, there's, there's shows of promise. 
that if mm-hmm. it's not going to be a good mm-hmm. movie, like me and you, Mike, we know there's a it's difference be a between movie. there's yeah there's a difference between a good movie and a fun yeah. movie. We could yeah. Stone Cold man, that movie is awful, but we yeah. fucking love that movie. Yeah, this could be like that. The problem is there's so much. Mm-hmm. Boring stuff in between yeah. this these mm-hmm. little slices of fun. The the, the cocaine and Billy Drago getting shoot, shot in the crotch. That's fun. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. nothing, 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 nothing. Right. The useless reporter. Yeah. She had one good scene when she was being held hostage by the one guy and Chuck saves her, but and then she gets pissed mm-hmm. and throws the garbage can lid. That's mm-hmm. it. It's the only time she was fun, and that was and like she t- called Chuck seconds. by his first name, and Chuck never told her. I went back and listened yeah. to it. He never told her what her name was, and then she said, "Do something, Hunter." Yeah, and I'm going, "Are you? Nah, 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 nah." I got up, turned, hit pause, <laughs> put a circle in my front yard. Said, "No, my name gotta is walk it off. Said, gotta yes. walk it off. Walk it off." <laughs> well, no, her husband goes, "Are you okay?" And I went. Invasion USA. He went, Chuck Norris? He goes, yeah, all right. We've been there, John. It's okay. That's what he said. I got you, man. Go ahead. Take the walk. Take the walk. I was doing Uh, laps because I was cussing in gym class. We had, I mean, and and then Jekyll keeps Mm -hmm. pulling the team off of the initial assignment. We don't know who created the assignment. Mm -hmm. If it's the KGB or if they're just a rogue terrorist organization Mm -hmm. or whatever. <clears throat> keeps pulling him off the job <clears throat> to fight Chuck Norris. Mm-hmm. And all Chuck Norris has are these two pussies. It's all he needs, like, Mike. It's all he needs. I'm the, I'm the sheriff. Yeah. And that pickup truck. Yeah. And the pickup truck. Mm-hmm. He's got two Uzis and a pickup truck and he just flattens an entire terrorist organization, what, 50 men? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 50 men, I'd say 50 yeah. men. Or more. I mean, when they first came marching on the beach in pontoon boats, uh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> this is like B-Day. Well, see, and that's what I mean. You know, you have this, yeah. this, these little scenes of fun mm-hmm. crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I like Joseph Zito as a director. You know, he's done a couple right. more movies that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. He did the first yeah. uh, Missing in Action. Yeah. So he knows exactly. he knows how to film something and make it look good right. when you have a Canon Films budget. Right. When they came off the pontoon boat and they were walking up to those trucks and the lights mm-hmm. came on, that looked fucking cool in the dark and everything. I'm like, okay, now we're starting to pump things up again, and then nothing fucking Boom. happens. No, like. Going to that scene before that where the two people were making love on the beach or tried to make love on the beach and the one guy caught him and he shot them. Spoiler alert, there's a lot of shooting in this movie. There's a lot and, of shooting and, in this movie. And he turned around and shot them. They there was no blood. You didn't see it. Yeah, it was all off screen. When the friend no, when the friend died at the gate, you know, to save him, Matt, you know, whatever his name was, the engine. They just called him. Mm-hmm. You never saw Chuck Norris carries them. You don't see any blood on them. He just covers them with a blanket and you don't see it. Mm-hmm. They were doing everything they possibly could not to show violence. It's to save money. I don't know because if they didn't have the money for the squibs mm-hmm. or they were trying to keep it at a PG rating to get younger kids in because there was going to be. No, this was, rated, this, this was rated R. Yeah. Oh, yeah. was it rated R? Yeah. Here's right. a question, and I mean this respectfully if anybody knows the answer to this. Because uh, I mean no disrespect to Chuck Norris. I'm a Chuck Norris no. fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but was there was sorry about that my phone. Uh, was there a like narcotics phase in his career or something that to to my knowledge, <coughs> Chuck's always lived the clean life. Okay. I okay. I've never heard about any drugs, yeah. drinking, anything like that. I think I do not wish to disparage the man in any way, shape, or yeah. form. I've been a yeah. lifelong fan uh, my I whole think... life. Respect the hell out of the man, but I, I can't figure out what, how this... I think you know, what it is... It was the I, 80s. It was the I 80s. think what it is, honestly, Chuck just likes to work. That's what I was thinking. I think that's he wants to be a working actor. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been retired for a long time. I mean, Stallone had to he's beg him to be... He's got a new movie like, coming out. Does right. he really? He's yeah, got a new project. Yeah, he's got a new project. I just saw him on IG. He, wow. People don't realize how old he is. He's I, 82. 
because yeah. me and my wife were watching because uh, yeah, Stallone had to beg him to be in Expendables too because he didn't really want to yeah. do it because he's kind of pushing away from like the violent stuff now. Yeah. But he's 82. I watched him on Instagram. He doesn't look like what you would think an 82-year-old no. man. No. He looks better than us. You know what I mean? And, and he could kick the shit out of all three of us at 82 years old. why we keep saying we respect Chuck Norris. Yeah, exactly. I, I say this with all respect. Respect. Show, yeah. He's going to come to Jersey and beat our asses. Yeah, please but, don't hurt us. Please. Thank you. you know, yeah. But, but I, I think it's just he he think, just he likes to be a working actor. And he I mean, just takes... Never, as a performer, you never want to go into a project and say, all right, this is going to suck. Right. I really thought he might have thought it would have been good. I think that's why they amped up a lot of, to me, what became silly violence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And But because they wanted to, they really, I think, generally went in to try to make a good movie. Mm -hmm. And that's what you, you have to believe that. Right. But it just, this time, it just didn't work. Like, that's why I was saying there was a problem with him. They took the Chuck Norris out of here's, Chuck here's, here's even, the even, even Chuck himself says, he's like, yeah, we went overboard with this. Because I was looking on, you know, research, air quotes, mm -hmm. Wikipedia stuff. And, like, the... It even even Chuck says him's like yeah this was this was mm -hmm. he didn't say it was bad because he's he doesn't want to trash his product right. he's yeah, like yeah we we went a little we've overboard well. yeah. I, that's what I wind up saying when I'm doing it. if something didn't work we've done better with other stuff yeah, yeah. that's basically yeah. what he was saying yeah here's the thing though I mean this was wildly popular back in the day oh yeah oh it's the 80s man oh yeah as, as in, all, all these canon movies were. Mm -hmm. okay. I mean, you look at them now and you're like, okay, yeah, this could use a little sprucing up here, um, mm -hmm. you know, so on and so forth. But if you were there at the time, I know John mm -hmm. was, I was, um, and even you're in 85, in 85, I was 16. I was 16. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I these four. were wildly popular. And if yeah. they weren't wildly popular at the, um, at the theater, which they were, uh, they were mm -hmm. also wildly popular when it came to the video store rentals. And HBO. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and on HBO. Um, the, you couldn't keep it on the shelf. And uh, these types uh, of things. So they made a lot of money. Mm -hmm. In the 80s, because you mentioned video rentals, I saw a thing doing my little research on the movie. In the 80s, Invasion USA <coughs> was the second biggest rental because it was bought up by Canon was bought up by MGM mm -hmm. and invasion USA became the second biggest rental rental in their Canon right behind gone with the wind. You know, it was gone with the wind was the biggest rental for MGM. And then right behind it was invasion USA. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's people got into that type of, I don't know. Like I, I saw a little documentary thing when they were talking about this movie, and it was they were showing Chuck Norris, and they were blowing up the Christmas Town and 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 stuff like that. And I'm hearing from South Park, um, America, fuck yeah! That's yeah. what they were playing in the background yeah. as they were doing it. Because, but that's what at the time people really got into that. Reagan, yeah, and then, like you know, it, you had Stallone, you had Schwarzenegger, you had. A lot of these movies with big guns and big muscles. I mean, it was and, it was number one at the them, box some office. Them, yeah. Some of them, some of them hit and made great. Yeah, and you know, lasted long. And some, mm -hmm. you realize, okay, yeah, a bit more of a flash in the pan. Uh, yeah. But I mean, you know, we're just on the cut. I mean, Arnold has taken off. Mm -hmm. uh, the Terminator is just the year. This is nineteen eighty five, so the year before yeah. we have the Terminator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we've had Conan and a few other things. We're just on the verge of having a Lethal Weapon, mm -hmm. and then Bruce Willis. Yeah. Uh, the year after that with Die Hard. So mm -hmm. these, you know, it, it was an era of these big actiony blockbuster, and it was just a matter mm -hmm. if you could connect a halfway decent story to them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I still think of all those movies, Lethal Weapon wins for the best story. I think so, too. Because um, I just think uh, the Martin Riggs character is a fascinating character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and especially when you contrast him with a great actor. Um, mm -hmm. like Dan, I mean, Mel Gibson is actually a great actor, but back is, then yeah. we didn't mm -hmm. necessarily know it. We knew him as an action star. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, when you put him together with like a straight man like Danny Glover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that they both was what, so well together. Yeah, that yeah. was what, you know, that just clicked mm -hmm. um, fantastically. Um, but we also had a ton of these, you know, lower budget, 
uh, just mm-hmm. sort of straight action. Absolutely. You know, nowadays it'd be c- considered direct to video, right? Um, right. Exactly. You know, sorts of films, um, and yeah, they, they made a lot of money for, for their I time mean, and for what they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's Absolutely. a there's a really good documentary, and I watched it on Tubi called "Electric Boogaloo: The Story of Canon Films," and I, I yes. highly recommend it. Oh, okay. you know, see okay. all the, the 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 behind the, the scenes Kasubi. stuff. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's where they got their money. That's where they got their money. Yeah. You know, they they made these low budget movies, and they were able to make money at the box office. You know, the and they were they knew what they mm-hmm. were making. Yeah, the the, the Shokasugi movies, you know, the three right. Enter the Ninja movies. Yeah. Right, you had Dolph Lundgren as fucking He Man and Red right. Scorpion. Yeah, I right. think I could be wrong. I think Dolph Lundgren's Punisher might have been canon. I and think Chuck so Norris too, yeah. had just had, had a long working mm-hmm. relationship with them. Oh, yeah. Michael Dudikoff and the American Ninjas. If you've oh, ever yeah. seen those, you remember those that. ones? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, put yeah. so little into it, and they cut right. so many fucking corners that they couldn't help but make a product. And if you think of some of the directors. Directors that came out of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's also like the Roger Corman movies, the yep. directors that came out of that because that's yep. where they cut their teeth. Yep. I mean, and it is. It's the difference between somebody who, okay, this is the script. Let's try to make the movie. But I'm saying, all right, let's try to be ingenious with it. Let's try yes. to see what we can do with it. Mm-hmm. And you can yes. tell the difference. Mm-hmm. I, I, to this day, I still remember my first introduction to uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. And it was in a Shokusugi movie called Black Eagle. Yep. Um, seen and that is a fantastic mm-hmm. action film. And Van Damme is the bad guy. Yep. Mm. Um, and, you know, obviously yep. the big fight is with uh, <clears throat> Kasugi. Mm-hmm. And that initial fight scene. I was like, what the, f- who the fuck is this? Because he's doing the split, yeah. you know, yeah. and, you know, because even Kasugi was like, whoa, you know, what the fuck was yeah, that? You I know, love it, Kasugi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The movie's I mean, a lot of fun. Day, man. Yeah. Kasugi, yeah Re- 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 Revenge uh, of the Ninja, you know, canon film or not, Show Kasugi kicks so much ass in Revenge mm-hmm. of the Ninja. Oh, yeah, and you always yeah. had the gratuitous nudity. Yep. Um, you know, because you the, the hot blondes with, like, Susan George back in the day. and The the, the <laughs> creators of Canon Films, they, I don't know if they actually came from pornography or not. They might have just produced pornography back then, but they knew what sold, violence yeah. and sex. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And like it or not, so did Shakespeare. You know, <laughs> Yeah, that's what somebody said. If you look at some of the Shakespeare stuff, there's violence, there's sex, there's you know, it's what's all yeah, it's murder, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, murder, betrayal, you know, these sorts of things. Yeah. Um, when you think of it in the larger context, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just it, it's clearly a product of its time, yeah. Um, to it look is. at it, it almost seems, although it's not, uh, it almost seems unfair to look at it individually, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but there are, I mean, you know. Hey. I remember the first time I saw Enter the Ninja, uh, and mm-hmm. they had Franco Nero. Mm-hmm. Franco Nero as the ninja, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? It, like, he, he mm-hmm. doesn't know martial arts. No. Mm-hmm. Like, Franco yeah. Nero, not a yeah. martial he's, artist, he's playing awful. a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's awful. But, you know, mm-hmm. you see him in some of the old spaghetti westerns, and mm-hmm. maybe you'll see him in a John Wick movie now and again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, that, and the other, but... Right. You know, that was my introduction to show Kusugi because yes. he was the ninja in that movie playing uh, the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. later, you know, getting his own trilogy as the good guy. Um, I, and that was my introduction to Ernie Reyes, mm-hmm. uh, who played his son, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm not mistaken, playing, um, you know, one of the, you know, the kid ninja or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. These sorts of things. These oh, movies no. were just, yeah. yeah. And, it, they, and they were. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. What's his name? All the good movies that Kurt Russell did during the time of the blockbuster Friday nights. He said you could walk in a blockbuster Friday night and you would never see Big Trouble in Little China. You know, it was about roughly about that same time when it came out, the John Carpenter film. Mm-hmm. And it's not one of the greatest films that he ever made, but it's actually part of that time. And I actually love it because I find it charmingly campy. Yeah, in, in, that's in uh, many people's uh, favorite film of his Carpenter. That, uh, right. It yeah, is. It's my favorite that's... Carpenter film, and honestly, Kurt Russell is my favorite actor. Right. It's my favorite Kurt Russell film, and it, mm-hmm. it's and it's that's it sounds goofy because of how great Russell mm-hmm. is in general, and how great okay. the the thing is. Yeah, yeah. Like, the thing is, mm-hmm. like, if we 
did our rankings now, like if we redid the thing, the thing, I would be very surprised if anyone who is associated with this channel did not give it a five. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Cause the, yeah. I think the thing is that good. Still, I just, the best endings. I just put big trouble in little China over just because of like the fun factor. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And it is, it's a mm -hmm. fun factor. Yeah. I mean, so, but that's what in, in the eighties, they had that too. Right. The hero had the fun factor. It was okay to be that one-man army, you know, because we had Rambo. I don't know if First Blood Part Two was out by now, but we had that, oh, yeah, that one-man army destroying mm -hmm. anything and everyone. We already had Commando, you know what yep. I mean? Yep. And Raw Deal. Don't forget that one with Schwarzenegger where he was yeah. uh, the one-man. Yeah. You know, yeah. But I put Raw Deal the same way as I put Invasion USA. Yeah. You well, me, me and Mike, we both love Commando. It's a right. fun fucking movie, but oh, hell it's not yeah. good. It's Terrible not movie. good. No, it's not a good movie. Yeah. No. Oh no. Remember when I said I kill you last? Yeah. I lied. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. But it's a Let great line. Steve Bennett. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, but it's a great line. And mm -hmm. you got. Um, I'm going to hit you with so many. I'm going to hit you with so many rights. So many rights. You're going to beg for a left. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. And that might have been the best line of the whole movie. Yeah. And I sat there and went, "That's such a dumb line, but it works." That's that's what it was for that movie. Mm -hmm. And the highlights of the film were when he was actually doing things like that. Yes. yes. Uh, they okay. weren't the chase scenes. They weren't the shooting scenes. Mm. It was... The guy in the bar. Yeah, the, you confronted him saying, you know, and he, the beer bottle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I don't know you. That's good. I don't know you either. And tries yeah, to walk yeah. I mean, but they were they were, they were were great moments in it. Mm -hmm. You know? But, and it's, um, it's, it, it just didn't work on other things for me. All right, hold on a second. We've got, uh, I wanted to show you this. He does have some new projects coming. Um, so this was from yesterday, two days ago. I'm back in action alongside Derek Ting and Mark Singer and Agent Recon coming mm. out next year. Here are cool. some wow. behind-the-scenes photos of one of my fight scenes choreographed by my son, Dakota. I can't wait for oh, you nice. all to see it. <coughs> Stay tuned. <coughs> God bless. Uh, That's, very cool. That's very cool. Hey. Yeah, that's the video we watched. That man does not look like you know he's in his eighties. No, yeah. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yeah, this see, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. We should all be so lucky when we he, get that. He age. looks like that at eighty-two, and I get disgusted every time I look in the mirror. You know what I mean? And I'm forty. If I look so. at that, I'm 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 three years off from hitting sixty-two. If I look yeah. that good there, and then I'll be happy. I'll be a mm -hmm. very happy man. Yep. You guys need some Taekwondo classes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll tie my shoes right up. Who knows? All <laughs> right. Um, I don't. Uh, there's no great depth to this movie in point in discussing, um, you know, any of the plots because there is no plot, really. No, there no, there's no uh, plot to speak of. Mm -hmm. right. But I would like to get back uh, once things start to warm up again um, mm -hmm. in either the spring or the summer and look at a stream uh, of martial arts film of high quality mm -hmm. yeah. um, and get Chuck Norris in there. I, I don't know that I want to get into Bruce Lee because um, Bruce Lee, those movies have a bit of a quality control problem. The the the, the key to the Bruce maybe Lee Maybe Enter movies, the Dragon. Maybe, but I, I, I don't feel it. Um, mm -hmm. the, the key to the Bruce Lee movie is the Bruce Lee physicality. It's not right. the mm -hmm. film itself. Because um, mm -hmm. past that, there's not much to talk about. Right. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there are a lot of good things out there. That we'll probably mm -hmm. All right. Um, we went 38 minutes. Um, let's yeah, get. I, I, let me, let me play. I'll, you know, I'll play devil's advocate. Like I said, looking at it as a canon film. If the problem with this, the main problem with this movie is yes, there is no story. It's a shit villain. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The thing is with me, I do have fun with the mindless action. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I love the scene in the mall. You know, I love the car chasing. You know, that stuff is mm -hmm. for me is fun. The absurd. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally finished this like right before I joined, I joined the stream with you guys. And when he like Chuck Norris literally blows up that, that asshole with a rocket mm -hmm. launcher. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. they've got dueling uh, RPGs. Yeah. On each other. Yeah. We're, 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 now when we're at that point, I'm like, okay, that's, that's too much, but why the fuck not? Mm -hmm. There is some fun. If you turn your brain off with this. Film, well, wait, 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 before we, before let, let's get to the part in the stream where we rate the film. Okay. 
let's let's get to that. So sure. this channel has a rating system uh, that goes from zero up by halves to five. So zero, 0 0.5, one, 1 1.5, all the way to five. So zero, for example, would be I'd rather lick a rat um, than watch this movie again. Uh, all the way to five, which is this is cinema. Um, this is the destination. This is why I uh, discuss films on this channel in the first place. Mm. Um, well, let's go with Eric. <clears throat> How would you rate 1985's uh, Invasion USA? Okay, if five is a cinema, I'm you know yeah I gotta be honest. I'm gonna say. For a canon film, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna give this a three for the fun stuff, the action that I do enjoy. The problem is there's not enough of. They have a lot that goes on at once, like a good five minute scene, but then there's nothing, nothing, nothing. It, it's there's a lot of stuff that is pretty boring. Sure. Mm -hmm. Cut out twenty minutes of this, but I'm gonna give it a three because I, I'm gonna be honest. This is no worse than like Highlander. You know what I mean? Something like that, you know, which... Oh, I thought showed... it was worse than Highlander, yeah. You think so? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was worse than Highlander. Yeah. I, I I think I had a, just enough fun to be to be nice. With, with, Highlander, you, with Highlander, you had Lambert, you had Connery, and when you didn't have Connery, you had Clancy Brown. Right. Uh, when you didn't have that, you had a halfway decent soundtrack. Mm -hmm, uh, you know, you had Freddie Mercury going, you know, in the mm -hmm. background or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of mess in there. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, but I thought this was, yeah, I thought this was the better. Yeah. Okay, but well, that's a fine. Okay, so yeah. three from Eric. Uh, John, what do you got for us? Be honest, I, mean, I did say, you know, the depth is lower than a. You did say that. But I, when the kids were arguing who was going to put the star on the tray in the movie, and the little girl came out and put the star up on the tray, and they blew up the fucking town. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. And also, side note, they got to blow up that town because quite literally the town was set for demolition. So that's how they were able to blow up the town. Save that but money. I would have to, I got to give it a two score, Mike, only because I'm giving it a point or I'm giving it a one for the movie. But I'm giving a five to Chuck because I'm afraid he'd come to New Jersey and kick my ass. So if you average it yeah, out, nightmare, like it's a two, yeah. I'm going to yeah. give it a 2.5 of averaging it out. But meaning the two is for Chuck. Yeah. Right. The yeah, point yeah, five yeah. is for everybody else. Right, right, right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he doesn't want that recurring dream like Richard Jekyll getting his ass kicked, uh, you know, for uh, all What do you mean eternity. recurring dream? He did kick my ass once, but that's yeah. another you know, story. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I am going to go with a two. Okay. Um, I think that this movie had a lot of potential, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but it just didn't. It didn't live up to it. Mm -hmm. um, I would have liked to have seen more Chuck Norris. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, looking at it again, you no, know, it is the like I like we said, it's just it's a product of nineteen eighty five canon film. Right, right. So you know, you, you let you know, you let it go. But yeah, I, I'll give it a two. If I if I make <laughs> a suggestion to any people out there who have not seen it yet, wait till Christmas Eve after you've had about four eggnogs, <laughs> then watch it. That will reach for the fifth and maybe a sixth before it's over. Mm -hmm. That's all. That might do it. That might. That do might it. do it. Well, I'll, I'll say that I I will give credit where credits due. It wasn't so bad like Lords of Salem, where you did not want to talk about it, Mike. No, okay. no, no because that was that was I I don't I mean that actually offended me. That was just ooh, that's saying good. a lot with you. Yeah, it, a lot, yeah. It, it, it was vile for vile, you know, just being vile, and I was just wow. like, that isn't the type of contact I want to cover on the show. Oh. Oh. Silly or goofy, you know, this is kind of yeah. goofy. You know, that's another thing. What he was doing in there was just... No, uh, can I ask one thing before we, we turn off on this? Because it's yeah, something that got me. And when I started doing a little research, it seemed to get a lot of other people. After Chuck hits the guy with the rocket launcher, mm -hmm. uh, it just ends. Yeah. Right. What did you think about that? That it just came to an end. There was no, like, he met 
the reporter who was flirting with him at one point in time, and you know, it just kind of—I was like to wrestle with gators. I don't. I, yeah, I, was, I I'll tell you the truth. Like I said, I, I like my crap. You know what I mean? Mike likes to give me shit for that. I like my crap, but even I was suffering from whiplash, shaking my head so hard when he blew that fucker up. I'm like, I didn't care that it just ended. I, yeah. Like I said, I'm like, okay, why not? The yeah. end. Because I noticed like he was standing there and it was dusty and I was waiting for him to walk out and have all the army people, because it was an 80 thing, all the army people would have applauded as he stood there. Yeah. And I'm like, it just ended. I mean, I rewinded this. Am I missing something? And I was, I was, I, because I saw it in the movie theater on a bet and went back in the 80s. And I'm like, I don't remember it ending like, and I'm like, oh shit, it must have ended like that. Yeah. That's all. It just, it brought, I just thought it was a strange thing to do with that movie type deal. I don't know why. It just the way that movie was playing out, nothing really surprised. Okay, fair me. enough. I mean, I just wanted to know if anybody else had the same thing that I was. That's all. No, 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 not at all. All right, um, John, you got anything you want to talk about? Plug? Yeah, can I? Anything? Can I? It's, I got something, and it's weird because. Oh. No, I did well, a. Here um, we are. <laughs> I wrote. I wrote a story today on, um, uh, or a, a few days ago for the newspaper about a group of people who are doing a charity thing to raise okay. money for people who are a little disenfranchised, especially children. Mm -hmm. And it came to my attention because they asked me if I wanted to include my brother Bill's toy drive that he started. And while I was writing it, I realized it was 30 years ago this year he did it. Oh. And Bill passed away in 2005. Okay. And it's now, they're calling it the Sergeant William Alvarez toy drive. As much as I love pushing for the toy drive and things like that, it made me think of a lot of different things because of what I'm going through in my life with issues mm -hmm. and seeing people working with other people who are having problems. Because of the holiday season, we have a tendency to get a little either wrapped up in the gifts or wrapped up in the music or even worse, wrapped up in depression. Maybe we should get wrapped up just doing one kind act. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to be preachy, but just something nice this year. You know, that's yeah. all. That's all. Good for you. Because I found I found it like this week, especially we're working with different people. It's like I'm doing nice things that I haven't done in a while as a person. And I'm going, you know what? We should kind of consider that every now and then. That's all. Cheers. That's all. No, no, pre no preaching. Just teaching. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. It's, it's the holidays. Um, you know, maybe we should be thinking of others instead of ourselves. No matter how rough we have it, you know, there are always other people out there, probably not too far away from us that are yeah. know, having it worse. You know, yeah. Um, where was what was I? Oh, Eric, what do you, you have anything uh, to say? I was no, I, I, it's funny. I was just um, I was watching that uh, that show, The Chosen. And just, oh, okay. There's been people who have been suffering for you know, just suffering has just been an ongoing stream, mm -hmm. you know, throughout the human condition. You know, <laughs> and you know, today, you know, it probably would would or would not surprise people, you know, just to know how much the average person might be starved for a kind word, you know, you know, yeah. you don't have to, you know, donate half your paycheck right? You know, in order to do something kind for somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good thing. Oh no, I had a guy, no, I had a guy walk up to me and I was, I was talking to something and he put his hand on my shoulder and he went, you doing okay? Hmm. Out of the blue. And I looked at hmm. him, I went, no, but thanks for asking. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was funny. All right, I'm just making sure you're all right. And and that was it. So I'm walk off. I was like, wow. All right, and just out of the blue. It's a good thing. Mm -hmm. So just passing that along. Trust right. me, I'll be the smart ass sarcastic person next week. I promise. Sure. All right, we're holding you to it, Johnny. I will. <laughs> all right, uh, Eric, what you got for us? Uh, YouTube channel, Hey Internet, Eric here. Uh, first, I want to plug the interview I did last Saturday night uh, with Derek Hoover, the host of the Yesterday's Podcast. Uh, it went really well. We were planning on 90 minutes. We went fucking two and a half hours just talking about a time we were growing up, you know, in the 80s and stuff. We mentioned, you know, cartoons we grew up with, movies, mm -hmm. stuff like that. He talked about being an author, you know, having a book. And we also talked about being a father, you know, because I, I have a daughter, he has a son. And, like, little things like, you know, hey, how, 
what were you successful as like introducing what you love to your child? You know, what did you fail? Like you, Hey, Oh, they're going to love this. And they, you know, they fucking hated it type of thing. So it was a lot of fun, you know, Q and a and world association. I had a lot of fun with him. Um, I just dropped my first uh, Rocky video today, like literally like a half hour before mm-hmm. we went live. I'm going through that franchise. Finally. Um, I'll probably mm-hmm. have Rocky two up by, Sometime this weekend, but you know, I have the, the first Rocky video, and I'm still continuing this interview series. I actually scored for January. I am discussing, I, I do enjoy Deathmatch Wrestling, Deathmatch Wrestling Hall of Famer, Madman Pondo. I am going to discuss um, <laughs> wrestling in general, Deathmatch Mango. Wrestling. He's a fan of horror movies, he's been in a movie with Robert Englund. Um, Mm-hmm. Just sitting down, shooting the shit, you know, talking about how when he would tour Japan, the different cultures over there, wrestling-wise and stuff like that. So that was scheduled for January 20th. He's going to be coming back from Japan sometime before that. So it's going to be cutting it close. But, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Nice, nice. I'll, uh, I'll be happy to repost those Rocky uh, videos for you. Up on Appreciate the it, yeah. How did you yeah. like the first one? Um, this is honestly... I grew up, I mentioned in the videos, I grew up on the sequels. I've only right. seen the first movie maybe two or three times. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. You can tell if you mm-hmm. watch the video, like when, I, when I'm really into something, I'm really, really animated. Like Mike, right. remember when I was discussing Midnight Mass with you? Right. I'm really, really animated. Spoilers, I, I do think Rocky II is better for, okay. for different reasons, but I think Rocky mm-hmm. is pretty damn near perfect. I keep telling people who've never seen it or aren't interested. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch a fucking boxing movie. Yeah. It's not a boxing, it's not a boxing movie. movie. It's a movie about a boxer. There's a difference. It's like There's the wrestler. Great... It's There's not a... a wrestling movie. It's a yeah. movie about a wrestler. There's a documentary that came out on HBO. They were talking about sports films. And this mm-hmm. was pre the wrestler it came out like 2005 mm-hmm. and it was Billy Crystal. He turned around and said, if you look at Rocky and say it's a boxing movie, I hate to break the news to you, but you're mm-hmm. foolish. Yeah. It's a love story. It is. It's the love story between Adrian and Rocky, two people who are not perfect. Correct. And they make it work. And I'm like, you know what? Yep. You're right. Because yep. I saw Rocky showing my age. Mm-hmm. I was 12 years old when it came out. And this was, I saw it at the Mayfair Movie Theater that was filled with 650 seats. Okay. The old-fashioned movie theater. It wasn't until I saw Rocky on HBO that I realized there was dialogue during the fight. Yeah. Because I grew up in Northeast Philadelphia, and everybody was cheering. There were some people saying, kick his ass. You saw this. He doesn't win. I don't care. Kick his ass. You know, <laughs> that type deal. But it was, you know, that emotion type yep. deal. That's why I was wondering, because when you said it, I was like, how would you like the first one? Yeah, I, I really I really enjoyed it. There's a lot I'm of. Curious, I'm curious to what you're going to think of the second one after, if you watch them. Mm-hmm. In this I'm, yeah, I've got the yeah, I've got the collection. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm watching them all in order, and there is a big tonal shift once we get to two and three, and we enter the mm-hmm. '80s. But um, I'll I'll say mm-hmm. this: I am also doing the Creed films. You know, the three Creed yeah. films because Stallone's in two out of the three, and I I'll do part three because why the hell not? If we didn't, I'll say this: if we didn't have the three Creed films, spoilers with Rocky Balboa, mm-hmm. perfect bookend. Oh, yeah. Perfect bookend and nods to the original film. I used to it's, say, a great, I used to, it's a great yeah. fucking character in general. It is. It is. I used to say the first you I said you can keep the first movie and the Rocky Balboa movie, everyone in between. You can give or take it, you <laughs> know, type deal. I was I liked them, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I love Stallone marching through the snow carrying lumber. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I always did. And you burn in hard. There you go. Great soundtracks, too. <laughs> they were. They were great soundtracks. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I don't know which one we're going to do next week. Let's pick um, it right now. When do we'll you have – so is Lethal Weapon the week of Christmas? How are you planning that one? The week before because Christmas falls on a Monday this year. Oh, yes, that's right. Okay. So it's got to be – so I think we've got time for two more before Christmas – and then I guess we can do one movie afterwards. Um, so it'll either be Jingle All the Way or Batman. Okay, I'm. I'm it's your channel, but I'm going to suggest this. Let's. <laughs> I don't know if we if we can handle two cheesy, goofy movies in a row. Let's let's maybe cleanse the palate with some Batman. But it's up to you. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. 
That bitch mm-hmm. We all want to talk about Michael Keaton. Oh, wait a Michelle minute. Um, I just want to look at Michelle Pfeiffer. That's yeah, all. Yeah, and, and, and Michelle Pfeiffer in the cat suit. And fucking Christopher Walken. Yep. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken's a son yeah, of a bitch in that movie, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a son. Bottom line, I'll drop right out of a higher window. Yep. Yeah. No. I love it. I love it. I think he gets so ignored in that Isn't he movie. Max Shrek? Yeah. Yeah, Max Shrek. Max yep. Shrek. Yeah, he plays. Yeah. What a fucking name, Max Let's Shrek. Let's make a mayor. You know? Yeah. yeah. So you want to go shit. 10 rounds with Muhammad Shrek? Okay. Yeah. You know, no, no problem. I think people forget him because of Danny DeVito being in the prosthetics and Michelle, mm-hmm. but they forget how good... Yeah. You know, yeah. Christopher Walken was in that movie. It's also yeah. it's also the 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 costume. You know, he's always got that mm-hmm. that dark coat on. His hair's bleach white, so it yeah. doesn't look like Walken. Oh my yeah. god! When when Michelle Pfeiffer goes, "You idiot!" He is Batman, and yeah. he goes, "Was and pulls the trigger." Insta- I'm like, "You motherfucker!" I think we I think we made the decision, Batman. Mike. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so it's gonna be. Right. I'll let I'll let Julia know. I'll let Julia. Okay. Know. Okay. Perfect. Um, and then also, let's see, next week, uh, well, the week's not over here yet, so I'm always having relevant content. Uh, did you watch Exorcist Believer yet? I'm going to watch that oh, this boy. weekend, God willing, and I'll probably have so. that in between <laughs> the Rocky movies. I'm, I'm making a video on Believer regardless, because it's going to be, it, I have a playlist of videos called Is It Worth the Hate? Where you take a movie that I haven't seen, and I give my honest opinion. Like, mm-hmm. is it worth all the hate that everyone's saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't done one in a long time, so I think Exorcist Believer mm-hmm. is perfect for this. And I'll decide if it's worth all the the shit saying and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. From the from what I've seen, I'm gonna say probably, but looks can be deceiving. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably watch it this weekend though. So uh, there's that coming up. Uh, and then next week also, the plan is uh, I'm going to head to New York uh, next Friday. Uh, okay. Because Zack Snyder is uh, dropping Rebel Moon. Oh, uh, in right. four, four cities only. He's dropping it in L.A., New York, Paris, and London. Wow. I have a ticket for the very first feature on that Friday, I think 12 noon, at the Paris Ooh. Theater in, uh, on West 58th Street. Look at him uh, smile no. talking about yeah. it right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, that's that's he's that's gonna be good. skipping to the theater. You might as well run it. I'm gonna run it like a motherfucker. The more <laughs> I'm reading, the more I'm reading and hearing about it, I'm like, mm-hmm. run, run. Yeah, run, it's, it's gonna be run. really I, I'm yeah, really there. looking forward to that. Um, and you know, who knows? I think Zach's gonna be in like Paris or something like that. Right. Um, uh, but they might have something Ooh, set up for you know, people <laughs> that are you know there for like the first show. Maybe some merch or something like that. They gotta have uh, something. If it's only four cities, they gotta have something. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I, actually, I would like to cover that because um, it's gonna hit Netflix the next week. Right. It hits Netflix the next week, so I would like to cover uh, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon uh, here on the show. Um, you know, winter break. You know, whatever you want to call it, um, and see about uh, doing some sort of stream. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, aside from the usual relevant content and things that pop up, uh, what else is coming up soon? Well, we got Aquaman. I'll probably end up covering that. The Iron Claw, uh, that's coming up. And you saw saw Godzilla Minus One, right? And you said that was great. That was five. That was, that might be the best Godzilla movie of all time, better than the original. Really? Because I know you fucking love the original. it, It might be better than the original. That was... It makes everything the MonsterVerse is doing just look silly. So when you came up the next day with that trailer, I'm like, yeah, just bad timing. Just bad timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, actually, it's funny. I just found out it's like I don't think it's going to come to the movie theater where I work, but the one that's literally a mile and a half down the road. They said, oh yeah, it's been here all week. Sorry. Yeah. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, and just a great story. Mm-hmm. Uh, four kick-ass action scenes, full-on Godzilla scenes, each one mm-hmm. better than the one before. Cool. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic. Uh, you see um, the subtitles? Yes, it's in Japanese. Okay. It's in Japanese okay. with a... Uh, no, no, no. Uh, 
Somebody was saying that they were asking if they dubbed in English, and I said, "I no, can't it's no, just no, 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 don't say that, don't say that." No, no that's that's. Uh, oh, yeah. and I, no, I agree. I agree with you that I'm, I'm yeah. all for the subtitles. And yeah. somebody else is going, "Well, I won't watch it then." I said, "Well, then, yeah, yeah, you're, fuck you're off. silly." I yeah, said, "You're you, silly." You man. miss out on a. It's like it's like you know when you meet kids who are young people who won't mm. watch a movie because it's black and white. Well, oh, yeah. guys, you're missing out on some great fucking shit. Mm. What was the movie Parasite where they spoke Korean? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah, I heard that yeah. was, was really good. Told, from from what I was told, a couple of the people who worked at the movie theater for a couple of years before me, they said people got up and walked out. Bye. They didn't know nice it was time. in Korean. It was in subtitles. I'm like, are Thanks you kidding money. me? Have a good time. You know, I was I, I was shocked. I'm like, subtitles wow. don't bug me at all. No, not you at all. Mean, the only shocks I get anymore are pleasant surprises. That's that, that's about it. Those are the only shocks anymore. All righty. All right. Um, my thanks to John K. Alvarez, who led the invasion of New Jersey, still hiding out, uh, trying to avoid that kick to the face. He's um, not himself because he admitted he watched Invasion USA. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> I said too much. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and Eric uh, from Hey Internet, Eric here. Thanks to both of you. Uh, we will be back next week with um, Batman Returns, Tim Burton's Batman Returns. Uh, until then, we will see you all in the next video. Later, Cheers. Gators. Cheers.